Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and cider makes everything better. That, didn't work well. <laughs> <laughs> that was a gross noise. That was that, like I took a dump in it. Okay, I'm I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. This was the shortest book we've ever read. <laughs> by a lot. Did you know that Shell was short for Sheila? No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it fucking wasn't. <laughs> We're gonna. <laughs> you don't know that it wasn't. And we're starting with a cider. Spoiler: it's all ciders today. We're only doing ciders. This is one I brought. This from Harvest Moon Cidery at Critz Farms. It's called Glinda's Gold. It's a hard cider with maple syrup, made in New York. It is six and a quarter percent with alcohol. with maple syrup. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, it was also significantly marked down because it might be old. I don't know. So, what do you guys think? It smells like candy. It is pure. It does. Yeah. You know what? I do taste. The maple syrup a little bit. Yeah, it's very like a sweetness there. You can get so many kids in your van with this. It's excellent candy. This is 100% the best uh, child predator juice to have. <laughs> All right, so this is delicious. It's a little, I want to say sweeter than the average cider, I think. It's way sweeter. It has, it really does kind of taste more like apple juice is there, than most of these ciders. Although I happen to know that Angry Orchard tends to make a very sweet cider as well. It's just like not juice. carbonated or like almost... Almost entirely not carbonated. There was like a tiny bit of bubble, I feel like, in there, but it went away fast. It's essentially none. So maybe that's, that's different. It gives it a different mouthfeel. I thought it was delicious, and I paid four bucks for this bottle. So that's like, pretty good. It tastes kind of like, uh, like really, 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 really cheap champagne, maybe. It's the cider of champagnes. <laughs> <laughs> Living the high life. So this, The Giving Tree is actually a really simple book. It's a children's book. We've, have we done children's books before? We've done something. We've done Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah. Uh, Little Prince. Little Prince. Maybe we've done that. Maybe we haven't. We, we've never done a book that is... A picture like, book. Yeah. Straight up Like, children. really, we're talking like first grade, second grade picture book. So most people read this, yeah. So the, so the reason we picked it, and it was my suggestion, so if you don't like it, fuck you. Um, Blame Mike. This is Nate talking. So if you didn't like it... Um, why did you pick it? I, why did I pick it? Good question. So I picked it because... One, I really love this book for reasons I don't understand. And two, this is often like a challenged or banned kind of book. And I definitely don't understand that. So it's a controversial book for some reason. What is the controversy? And, and it's, but it's also hard to interpret. I think the controversy is over what does it actually mean. Absolutely. The, Those things that, are related. What, what could it mean that's well, controversial? Well, there's quite a few things. Well, like it's really about yes. Flat Earth or something? Or? No, no. No, that would be fine. This isn't Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. The story is simple. There's a tree. I mean... Should I we guess, just read the whole fucking thing? We shouldn't because we'll get sued. Because Shel Silverstein's estate is extremely litigious. Oh, really? It's yeah. fr- it's okay if it's for free. Yeah, but at a certain point, yeah, we okay. might get a we free something. Yeah, and also like one of Shel Silverstein's biographers wanted to quote from something in a biography of Shel Silverstein, and the estate was like, "No, we will sue the cock off of you for that." It's like, all right, not doing that. I don't want to lose a cock. I don't. I don't have much to lose. So. um the story is simple. There's, I mean, the opening line is that there's a, there was, I forget how it's phrased, but there's a boy in the tree and the tree loved the boy. How's it Just go? the tree first. There was a tree in the tree loved the boy, or something like that. Right? I mean, I'm trying to not directly quote it. There was a now tree. I'm afraid of Shel Silverstein's estate, but. The ghost of Shel Silverstein will haunt us. Sheila Silverstein. <laughs> so it starts off with just a tree, and then there's also a boy. Yes. And there but the is. The tree love. loved the boy. Theoretically. Not, um, not quoting directly. Yeah. No. <laughs> and it was much beyond like. It's definitely like. The tree felt passionately about this child. <laughs> the arboreal creature. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a tree and the boy. And they had this, it, the, the story kind of follows the life of the boy. 
as the boy goes from being a boy to an old piece of shit man. And the tree is there for him the whole time. So first, the boy loves the tree because he just gets to play. He plays King of the Forest. He, you know, in the tree is like... Hangs out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the tree, uh, you know, branches. provides, you know, he can climb the tree and it's fun. And he can sleep under the tree. He can like, you know, I was about to read a direct line, but I'm not. <laughs> he can swing from the long appendages from the top of the tree. The extremely thick twigs. Side, side, <laughs> side trees. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a direct trees. Also, the tree had apples, which the boy could eat. So oh, that's why we've got all these ciders, by the way. In case you were wondering. It's not one of those stupid trees that just makes leaves. <laughs> Fucking lame trees. Boring. No one likes those trees. More like a shit Jewess trees, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> be a really sad book if there's like an evergreen tree. It's like, you tried to climb a tree, it was really pointy, and it hurt, and he left. And his hands were always kind of like sticky. So sticky. Everything was sticky. With tree afterwards. So yeah, he hangs out with the tree. The tree and him are just best buds. And this then he kid gets... was clearly troubled. <laughs> <laughs> his best friend is a tree. And then he gets older, and he's like, yeah, tree, I'm going to go do people things now. And the tree's like, all right, come back whenever you want, because I'm going to live. I discovered something called vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> that is page 16. <laughs> yeah. He carves his, he had his, he had his name and the tree in a heart when he was young, but then slightly above that, he carves his name and the lady. Some girl a human about. lady, not a tree lady. No. She's not an ent. An ent. <laughs> Entess, I think, is the female ones, right? So the tree is like, whoa, hey. Come be my friend still. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to, I don't live for 2,000 years, so I'm going to go do human things. And the tree's like, all right, come back whenever you want. I'll still be here. Just, you know. Doing nothing. It's like, hey, the tree's like, hey, I get it. You want to branch out? <laughs> <laughs> Just remember your roots. <laughs> come back here whenever you want. <laughs> so, God damn it. <laughs> every once in a while, he goes back to the tree and he's a fucking asshole. And he's like, hey, tree, I'm taking this from you. Or, like, first he's Wait, like, hold hey, on. Before we get I to that. that We've got a lot more of these to get through. All right. We're already halfway through the book. <laughs> but there's a lot of analysis. Okay, so this is one of the ones I brought as well. I just grabbed it. It's called Angry Orchard Apple Ginger Hard Cider. There is, there is another ginger cider for later. It's a 5% alcohol, naturally gluten-free, which means it's naturally crap. Well, I mean, it's fucking apple juice. It doesn't have any gluten in it to begin yeah, with. Cider is gluten-free, period. Not by, not by not by virtue, just by, because it is. I get that, but like you don't write that on every other product that's gluten free. That just seems douchey. You do if you're trying to uh, appeal to the douchebag crowd. Definitely smell the ginger. Oh, I kind of that's like half cider, half ginger ale. Yeah, it's not as gingery. Anyway, I've I've had cider with more ginger in it. It's so it's, show off. It's lovely though. All of these are going to be lovely. Let's, gonna let's, be, let's be honest. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be the best tasting episode we've ever done. Like, there's not going to be a 100%. bad one. You can't fuck up cider. I, I hope. I, found I a, hope a sour cider or something that would have been funny. Just leave it out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it? just go and get a bottle of apple cider vinegar? Oh yeah, mm. fuck. Because that's what hey, it man, would be. It cures everything. So I hear on the internet. Is that true? Is that, is that a thing? No, it's not true. But some people do. <laughs> Put, like pour apple cider vinegar on like. Worms. No, no, no. Like you, you take a drink of it every day, and it cures all everything. Sounds like the um, the dad in my big fat Greek wedding. Windex. With the Windex. Yeah. yeah. It's Windex, but for your neck. Is it? What is it supposed to cure? Uh, all things. It just keeps you living forever. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's fucking apple juice. Old ass apple. It's vinegar. <laughs> it's old ass apple juice. Yeah. yeah it it doesn't is. make any fucking sense. Like, oh, this is just, it's so healthy. Like, why is it healthy? What is healthy about it? The probiotics or something stupid that people say. The probiotics in apple juice? I don't know. The vinegar? Doesn't it have like bacteria in it? No. That's, that vinegar yes, yogurt, kills dude. it. 
Vinegar, vinegar kills bacteria. Yeah, it's a cleaning know that. I don't know. Uh, maybe it like kills all the germs in your neck because you're drinking fucking vinegar like a weirdo. But I don't <laughs> Sounds know. Sounds delicious. <laughs> no, it's not. It tastes like shit. All right. So this is delicious. I actually prefer this to the first beer. Yeah. First cider, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, it's better. It's a little more. It's got a little more going on. This it tastes is, less like candy juice. Yeah. So the tree is like, hey, come hang out whenever you want. And the boy's like, no, no, I'm going to go hang out with this girl who looks kind of loose. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's always like, oh, actually, it turns out, Tree, I need to make some money, so can I sell all of your apples? And the tree's like, please, take my apples. And then, you know, not for nothing, this is not nearly as selfless a thing as the book makes it seem, because there'll be more apples. <laughs> well, this one isn't, but it gets worse. Yeah, and then uh, what comes next? Is it like, take the branches to make a well, actually, board or something? there never are any more apples in the book, but... Probably because they he cut off the branches. Cut off the branches to grow to build a house. He's like, I need a house. Yep. So I can no, have he, a family. He immediately cuts off the branches next. And Though it's actually like, years later, and he's like, a, yeah, he comes a back as, as, a, as a dude. And she's like, that's cool. I'll still be okay somehow. I'm just gonna be a trunk. <laughs> but yet the tree was still happy. Because Allegedly. she could. Because she could make the boy happy. And then the boy is like, how about uh? Well, then like he wants to build a boat so he can sail the world because he's sad. He's sad and he wants to leave because his family's shit. I guess I don't know. He's old. He's an old shitty man. And he's like, okay, I want your wood. <laughs> Give me your wood tree. I'm gonna build a boat. <laughs> She's like, take my wood. Let's have another beer. Oh, uh, let's have this one. You brought this it's called Citizen Cider, Dirty Mare. Didn't we have this or something else? Yeah, we did. Animal Farm, actually. So anyway, this is uh, ginger infused cider again. Oh, something to compare with. It smells lovely. It smells super gingery. Ooh. This is, yeah. Yeah, definitely spicier. This is one, one of my favorite things ever. I do and love and ginger beer, though. That is, that is very tasty. Though it's very ginger heavy. I, would, I wouldn't handle a lot of this, I have to say. I, I like, I like it. Much. I think it's great. It's, it's pretty banging. In fact, I really wish real ginger ale tasted like this. Ginger mm-hmm. beer tastes like this. This is like, like this. better ginger ale. Because it's much spicier. There's like more ginger in it. Have you, have you had like ginger beers? No, it's not, it's not beer. It's like root beer, but ginger beer. Are you talking about I, red ale? I think I have like once. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but the ginger beer is beer. basically this. Without booze in it, though. Boring. It's lovely, though. It is delicious. Like I it. just feel like I'm going to get heartburn from all the ginger. <laughs> like that's my. Does ginger give you heartburn? My old man concern, like the spiciness of this. Like I feel like it's is at ginger once. spicy? Have you ever eaten actual ginger? Yes. It's hot as old dick. You say old dick? It's very strong. Old dick. All dick. All old dicks. <laughs> it's as hot like as that. Like the all-encompassing dick spirit? Is that a thing? I mean, I guess. If you're going <laughs> to talk about all dick. <laughs> That's, uh, I think you're talking about the Norse god Odong. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, yeah, this is delicious. I have to say, I kind of want to keep a running chat of the, because since we're only having ciders, it's kind of fun to compare. We haven't done this in a while since maybe... Um, Fucking the pumpkin beer one where we had only one thing. Mm-hmm. That's mm. true. What's your top three right now, guys? This one's the best. Ooh, I think I like this one. I'm going in reverse you know order. What? I'm I'm re- I'm reserving judgment till I till I have the rest. Though right, I've had I've mind. had some of the others before too, but I really like this one. I think I like it more than the other than the last one. But I didn't like the first one that much. So I don't like the first one that much. So so reverse see. order. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, mm-hmm. two, one. God. I think I'd go uh, two, two, three, one. I liked. Yeah. I liked uh, certainly. These two are more comparable to the, the first one. The first one was kind of disappointing, one. more so after having these other ones. Like, as, as, as self Initially, really nice. it was pretty fine. Yeah, the, uh, and I still wouldn't turn it down. No, but not for two ninety nine or three ninety nine a bottle. We're very paid for it. Yeah, and it's Dirty. big. Yeah, it's a magnet. It's like a wine bottle. All right, so then the tree, and he's like, he builds a boat, he goes down take, the trunk. Take my whole trunk, and then the tree is just a stump. She's like, I can't take it all. <laughs> 
quite a root. And then the boy. I like that he just carries the trunk away. Like he's so fucking strong. He's macho. Jesus. It's like fucking. Neat also, he's so old macho. at this point. He's just carrying yeah, away right? a tree. But that. also, he doesn't have a torso anymore. He's gonna look like at it. It's just legs. It. Well, it's Shel Silverstein. Also, yeah. It looks like the tree's been cut in half, but the half is as wide as the whole tree. That would still be incredibly heavy. Shel Silverstein does not do with perspective. Physics. Yeah. No, definitely not. And then. The tree is just a fucking stump. I'm not going to try not to quote this. And then the tree was... Fuck. So the tree was not happy anymore. That's the one I'm going to say. The tree is not happy anymore because it's dead. It's just a stump. Even though every other time the tree gave something to the boy or the boy took something from the tree, rather. There was nothing left for it. It says, and the tree was still happy. But this time says, but not. says, it's not anymore. Not quoting. Okay. Paraphrase, <laughs> paraphrase. Just trying to, just trying to paraphrase. And and the deciduous life form was pleased, but not entirely. But not as much as before. But not certainly. But not actually. Yes, there you go. It sounds like we took the text of the book and put it into Google Translate like seven different times and just <laughs> seven shit different it back languages out. and yeah. then back to English and then back to Chinese and then back to English and back to Spanish and back to English. And then the boy comes back and he's like, "Hey, hey, tree, how's it going?" And she's like, "Not well." And he's like, "Me neither, dude. I'm old as fuck." Want to, want I to wore a fishing hat permanently. That's how you know I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do whatever the 1965 equivalent of Netflix and chilling is for the elderly? And the tree's like, yes. We're going to read a... I hope you brought the wood. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have Viagra yet. Maybe they did. I don't know. There's definitely no, no. Viagra in When the was 60s. this written? 60s? 64. 60s, came yeah. out, I think. Okay. And he's an old fuck. And he's like, hey. And the tree's like, hey, you can't, you can't swing my branches anymore, you dick. And he's like, that's cool. I'm, I'm old. I'm too old for that. I literally you can't, can't do that. You can't eat my apples anymore because you fucking cut off my branches. And he's like, it's cool. I have, I have dentures, so I can't eat apples. And then it's... Um, you can't do anything because I'm, I'm just a stump. I'm a stump. I was like, man. Any request cool. you ask, I'm going to say, I'm stumped. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, that's cool. All I want to do is sit by a window like an old fuck and complain about children on my lawn. He's like, well, come on down. So, and then the very last... P- <laughs> and then the very last part... The boy, and it was now an old man, but it's still called the boy throughout the whole thing. Um, he just he he just says he needs to sit down and, and crack a brew. Yeah, and you have a beer like, <laughs> or a cider, and have a cider like we're about to. This is Angry Orchard, Angry Orchard, hopping mad apple cider. It's like what hops in it? Uh, I'm assuming it doesn't say. It's hard to tell if they did. It does not taste like it. it I've seen yummy. hopped. I've seen hopped cider in the store, but I haven't tried it. I feel like we've had at least one. Oh, really? We've had a lot of stuff. It's true. This tastes more like just straight up apple cider. I'm thinking of the hopped mead, but it's dry hopped. Okay. I don't get any dry hop flavor out of this. No. It just tastes like straight up apple cider. I mean, it's yummy. So there's no ginger in this one, so I guess it is purer. So, uh, Nate, you were saying that he wants to hang out on the tree? The boy says, I'm just like kind of like sleepy and stuff. I, I just really need to sit. And the tree says, well, I'm just a stump. So you can sit here. And, the, and so the boy does just sit there on the stump. And the tree is happy again, right? Uh, the tree was joyful. Yes. The end. <laughs> oh, no, I quoted... Uh, Finn. Fan. Whatever uh, that fucking word is. Finn. It, that's, what, that's how all fish stories end. <laughs> and begin. It'd be great if like a fisherman was like... And then I pulled it up and it was a 400-pound catfish. Finn. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So the story is simple. The boy abuses a tree, 
and the tree is just like, I'm going to take it because I fucking love you, kid. Isn't it an allegory about alcoholic relationships? I'm not sure what. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I can't help but think it's an you allegory sense. about something, but I don't know what. It's about parenthood. That's what so I thought. I think that that's, that's is, the most basic interpretation. That is what I was interpreting it as, as I was reading it, for sure. Although, there's considerable disagreement about that. But still, that was my just, I'm reading it now reaction. When I read it what, this morning, what, I was like, yeah, that's What that's is, is the interpretation that got it banned? Is there some, some sort of... I, I don't I th- understand I think what is, is... I think banned is a strong, too strong challenge. Like, people don't want it taught in their school. Okay, yeah, th- well, this well, would be that, the interpretation. Even that. Even so, that. this would be the interpretation. The tree is like the mother, or it's like the female, who does nothing but give to the boy who's just totally just greedy and just takes everything. And at the end, the boy's just taking everything. And then the mother just gives and gives and gives and gets nothing in return. You can but interpret that, it. As yeah, a but is, is that bad enough to get it, like, saying, I don't want children to read this? People fucking challenge Harry Potter in their schools. Well, that's because witchcraft is against Jesus. That's true. At least, I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's fucking Potter, by the way. stupid. It's stupid as shit. But at least I can understand their stupid reason. Like, I really don't understand what could be objectionable, like, to the point where you don't want it around children. I don't know either, but I'll tell you this. At work a few years ago, they had us do this fucking lame... Oh, I know another reason. Okay, Sorry, just, do you want to we, do your story? We, yeah, first? Okay. we did this lame icebreaker thing. I was like, name, say your name and your favorite childhood book. And I said, this book. Because this book, for some reason, makes me like very... I have like a very strong visceral... Um, like tear up. Or, um, I have no idea why. Like I get emotional thinking about the book. Like If I try to explain the plot in one stream, I might cry. Which is weird. I don't know why. That is weird. It's very strange. So I said this. And then afterwards, I'm talking to two other female employees who were definitely uh, you know, more liberal than I am, for sure. And they're like, oh, I hate the giving tree. Oh, it's disgusting. They talk like men in my, my, my experience. And then one of them's like, it's not lost on me that it's a woman giving everything to the man. And I was like, but it's a fucking children's book. Like, I don't know if that's the point. I don't know if that's Are a you- liberal or conservative thing. But the whole point, like, it just felt like this is like a, if you were to like have like a stereotypical, like a Portlandia kind of view of like a women's studies yeah, class. like a joke that's, feminism that's, interpretation. But these were real people who weren't joking. That they were like, it's the woman giving everything to the man, and then he doesn't even appreciate it, and she just has to take it. And I was like, I guess that's a fair interpretation, because I don't no, know the right one. one. the man takes it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I don't really, uh, I don't really, I don't, I don't know why you're so mad at it. I don't know why you hate it so much. And it just made me really curious. Like, not that I, I never asked him more because... So I was just like, okay, yeah, I was a bad choice. I like goosebumps. Like, I just had to move on. <laughs> but it was, it was strange. Like, I never heard anyone feel so strongly about a children's book before. And that's one of the reasons why I thought this would be an interesting thing for us to discuss. I was going to say, it was rejected from its first publisher, according to Wikipedia, because it was too sad for kids. <laughs> and that's... I can kind of see that a little I, bit. I guess. Because it is... I was actually kind of sad It's a bummer. This. It's a fucking bummer. And... They both end up dead and alone. But they're not alone. They're together. Not really. She's dead. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that it's, it's sad. And so, too sad for kids? I don't know. But more like, they didn't want to publish it because they didn't think it would be popular with kids because it's just kind of sad. But he also, by the way, in 1962, 63, when he was shopping us around, he was not a children's book writer like he is known today. No. He wrote for fucking Playboy in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was a much more controversial. He's not just a children's book author, for sure. Do you know he wrote the song A Boy Named Sue? Really? Yeah, really? He wrote Wait, I think I had heard that. That's fucking yeah. weird. This is not like when Jimmy says something. This is true. He actually wrote that song. <laughs> he was a fascinating dude. 
He actually has an album or two you could listen to. They're Did not you know he wrote the song Wannabe? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote, That's what Jimmy he wrote 30 years <laughs> after he died. Did you know he wrote Tub Humming? <laughs> Like, really? <laughs> he was a hardcore anarchist. I remember, I mean, he died when I think uh, I was in sixth grade. And I was just, just old enough to not really want to read Shell Silverstein books anymore. And I was like, oh. I kind of I remember that. I remember my, my sixth grade teacher, she was like, oh, Shell Silverstein passed away. Let us pray. Because it was Catholic school. And then I was like, okay. About like, the snowball? I don't think he prayed to the same God as us. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> he prayed to the rough draft version of your God. <laughs> but it was like, it was... It's like, oh, that's so sad. That was like the first time probably, a, and there have not been many, honestly, when a celebrity dies, and I was like, oh, I liked them. Most times I'm just, especially the last six or seven years, like, shit, I got to text Nate before <laughs> he gets it. I got to think of a Chris Cornell's dead joke fast. <laughs> I like Shell a lot. It's one of the things, like one of the few arguments I have with my wife that lasts more than like 30 seconds. She doesn't like Shell She's like, hey, it's okay. I'm like, no, no, our kid is going to have all these books. And she's like, I guess. I'm like, no, no, it will. <laughs> It fucking, I know we're having a, a female daughter. It will. You can still call it it. It's okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. And she's like, I guess, sure. I just want, as long as it also has the hungry, hungry caterpillar. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good or one. Or the, the, the hungry, hungry hippo. Where the fuck, <laughs> the fuck is I think it's a very hungry caterpillar. It's very hungry, Eric Carl. Yeah. Yeah. He's, do you know that fucking guy still alive? What? I looked this up yesterday. He's still making like giant, thick cardboard books. I don't know if he does anything anymore because he's 90 or 89 or something like that. He's old as dick. He had a very distinctive I am very tired. Style. Sorry. Because he's very old. Oh, <laughs> I was quoting the old man here. <laughs> Are you oh, tired, Nate? <laughs> Nate's not that old. <laughs> fucking, I'm being old. He's not that old. As we've established, I am dog fuckingly old, <laughs> but I'm not that old. <laughs> we have two more ciders. Uh, this, Nate, you brought. This is called? Downy Cider. This is called their double blend. Basically, they make a Downy Cider, make a couple different ciders. Um, this one is just stronger than the other, although this one is unfiltered. They make a big thing of it. So we actually should have shaken it a little bit first before you opened it. In fact, I'm going to swirl it around a little and try not to spill everywhere. I'm sorry, are you saying down east or downy? Down like, east. I feel like I wasn't hearing the end of that word. I guess it's possible I was not enunciating. I was just curious. Like, have had is, some this, is this from today. the Hampshire? Is this from the Shire? Uh, actually, it is one of their breweries is in Brewer Cideries, is in Boston. Sure, uh, why not? Cider Distillery, I believe it's called. Not they a don't cidery. Dis- they don't distill, though. They ferment. Cider Fermentary. I don't know. Um, I believe it. This shit's all upside down. Yeah, the thing Cide- upside down c- says, please shake me first. It says cidery on this other bottle. I feel like they Ooh, should say, shake me right side up so you <laughs> read it first. Yeah, because by the time you're reading the can upside down, that means you just pounded it. It's underneath this picture of a fist. That's a little tart. Yeah, they tend to make a little bit cider that's a bit more tart. Ooh. Though it's weird. It's tart, but it's not dry. This is very nice. Like, there's yeah. other cider that is specifically dry. This isn't dry, but it's still tart. They, this is the one that is stronger. This one's about 7% alcohol. Specifically, Ooh, I was like, if I bring the 5% one, they'll laugh at me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'll bring the stronger Bitch. one. Anyway, I think this is delicious. This, this is, is nice. fantastic. I really like this. There might actually be little bits of apple in the bottom of the can. I've seen that. That's why this counts as a salad. <laughs> <laughs> it's one, one serving of fruit and veg. That's how you know it's real. It has a little bits of apple in it. I mean, it is tart. It's, it's lovely. Numbers, I, but it's I'm not really good. getting much tart. Very it good. just tastes nice. There is a little tartness to it, but it is, as Nate's saying, it's not dry as in not sweet. It tastes like a fucking apple. I guess. Apple I mean, the other, the other one, I guess the other one is like all the ginger shit. I've had an Angry Orchard. I think it was Angry Orchard. Not these two, but one of the other ones that is just so sweet. It just, they just put so yeah. much, like, yeah. really probably just corn syrup in it after they brew it just to make it sweet. And it still, like, tastes good, but it is still very, very sweet. Where this o- is overlay. sweet, not as sweet as that. But this is very, very nice. This one, this one might be the best. 
I do like that ginger one, though. So I don't know. But I just know something about the story, like the selflessness of the tree makes me feel really sad. And I guess to what Nate was saying earlier about like publishers saying that's too sad of a book. I, I totally understand the boy being a greedy little fucker. Yeah. People are like that. And this tree, whatever that represents, that just continues to help uh, happily provide for the boy. Something about that made me really sad. Maybe because my parents were uh, withholding and mean. <laughs> but it was uh, something about the story just makes me really like sad inside. And I, I well up. I, I reread it. I've read it a bunch of times, but I reread it just the other day. And I was like, oh, this is this. I, I like, had to like, think of something else. Like, that's how sad I got. I don't really understand why. I mean, I thought it was really sad, too. I was, like, really sad for the tree. Like, that is... I, I totally understand what you mean. It's kind of sad for both of them. No, he's a dick. Fuck that boy. He's yeah. a dick, but... No, don't fuck that boy. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, in the end... Don't quote that out of context. I mean, he, he takes all this shit, and in the end, he is still just alone with his fucking tree. Like, his family never came, or they're all dead. Well, that's because he could never actually provide for his wife. He had to steal from the tree. Also, his house has been really shitty if he cut one tree's worth of wood. He made a tree house. And his wife was like, enough. In a different we're tree. We're not a fucking... He we're was not cheating the on her boys. with a second tree. <laughs> you know, I want to say, I'm remembering years ago when I read it, my interpretation was more that the boy kept returning to the tree because the tree was the only thing that ever loved him. And so... Oh, which true. is funny because I did not get that it interpretation when tree I read it this enabler. morning. Enabler for what? His drinking cider, boy's ways. narcissism. Uh, okay, well, you know what? That is an interpretation too. Oh, let's oh, let's have this final beer. Uh, I'm sorry, not beer. Let's have this final cider. Nate, you brought this. I think we've, this is a repeat, but it is wonderful. This is from Citizen Cider. It's called Unified Press. It is traditional, semi-dry cider for the people. Uh, one five point two percent alcohol. I must say, I feel less drunk after drinking all these ciders. <laughs> The pizza probably helped. This is... What do you guys think? It's very nice. It's not my favorite of today. I don't think it's as good as the other ones. I think some of the others were better, but this is still very good. It tastes like uh, you know, that Martinelli's cider that like comes mm. in the champagne bottle, the cider. Oh, the fake champagne. Yeah, but it's not alcoholic that people drink when they're alcoholic. in 12-step programs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, it does. Which is not to say it's bad. That stuff's fucking delicious. It's just something about the taste reminds me of that. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I haven't had that stuff in a long time. I, I can agree. I think it's pretty similar. You know, traditional cider, champagne-y kind of carbonation. It's, it's nice. Uh, so, beer, we've had one, six ciders, is that right? Yeah. Number one pick, gentlemen? Think about it. What's yours? I think it's either this shaky, unfiltered one or the Dirty Mare. Nathaniel? I don't know. They're different, so. I would agree with Jimmy. If you really like the ginger, then the Dirty Mare is very good because it's very gingery. But if it's just one straight cider, I would go with the Down East. I have to agree with you, gentlemen, at least on the Down East. I didn't love the Dirty Mare because it was a lot of ginger. Uh, for me, I thought it was a bit too much, but I really liked that Down East. I'm going to actually steal a little more if there's any left in that can. But that was great. I thought both Angry Orchards are solid. I have to say, this might be one of the few episodes where everything was actually pretty decent. Yeah. There was nothing shit. I enjoyed all of them. Mm-hmm. There's nothing total garbage. This, this unfiltered thing tastes like that, you know, 64-ounce uh, plastic apple cider container you buy at, like... Mott's. Not Mott's, but, you know, you buy... Like, you go to, like, out in Long Island, or you go, like, the where jug, there's orchards, yeah. and you buy, like, a jug. It's like a, it's like the milk container. It looks like half gallon looks milk. Like, uh, looks like um, shitty laundry detergent. Yeah. Like that, that same but jug But it's way bottle. better than a Tide Pod. Yeah. I mean, that's objective. Less too. poisonous, too. 
Hopefully. But it doesn't clean you as well. (laughs) So trade-off. It's delicious. Okay, so I was thinking, I'm trying to think uh, of what other interpretations there could be of the giving tree that are even valid, not necessarily controversial. And one I thought about, like, we were talking about the book and how it's sad. And maybe, like, the whole thing is about, um, and I'm sure I'm not the first person to think of this, uh, but I just haven't seen it anywhere because it wasn't on Wikipedia. Uh, if It's about, like, getting older and, and like, time passing you by and, and how you change throughout your life and the phases of life. And maybe that's something that struck some sort of resonant resonance with me. Maybe that's why I thought it was so sad. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a big theme of it. Right, like you get, and, and I mean, you could also, I mean, you could go, not necessarily far-fetched, but you can go a little further afield and you get things like, maybe it's an environmental message. Maybe it's a, a thing about m- mothers. Maybe it's a thing about, uh, I don't know, but you can find probably quite a few interpretations. Another one on Wikipedia is the religious interpretation, which talks about um, uh, Protestant ministers and Sunday school teachers who believe that the tree represents the Christian ideal of unconditional love. I mean, well, the tree does po- does present that. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. this kid's not worth loving. And they did nail Jesus to a thing made of wood. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so was it too soon? <laughs> too, too soon, guys. Sorry. He, he, he died He died for this boy's sins, and the boy, the sins, was making a, a, a boat out of his only friend. I don't know. Something about the story, that I just think it's beautiful. I don't, and I, I know that sounds super, super lame, and uh, I don't, I'm, I'm okay with that. I just think something about the story is really... Nice. There's something like very pretty about the story. Beautiful is the word that really comes to mind. And I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. So what do you guys what do you guys think of the book? I mean you you read it as we all read it as children, I imagine, right? Yep. Definitely. I can't imagine there's someone who hasn't heard this book. I mean like anyone who went to a halfway decent elementary school. Yeah. I feel like the I, I was actually uh when I first signed up for Goodreads a long time ago. I was trying to remember every book I ever read because it was like kind of cool. Like, oh, I read that so many books in that year. Like, yeah. And I, when you, you want to see, you you see the count, right? Well, you the count see is how nice. many people, how many books? I mean, totally. I just recently uh, hit over seven hundred, uh, which is pretty cool. But I know I've read more shitty books as a kid. Not that those necessarily count the same way, but some of them I really liked, and I don't remember the names of them because I was fucking eight or yeah. nine, and I was remembering my uh, public school library from fourth grade. And I remember like the coolest books were the Shel Silverstein books. Those are the only ones where I knew the name of the author. Hmm. Every other book, it was like, this book had a cool cover. It had a ghost on it and a boy. And then <laughs> I read it. Or Goosebumps. I knew Arl Stein's name. Yeah. But like other things, like our library, our school was kind of crappy. We had books that were like from the 60s and 70s still, and this was in the, in the 90s. So pretty old books. Like essentially like knockoff Hardy Boys books, but like the Alfred Hitchcock Mysteries books. I remember reading a lot of those as a kid. Softy Boys. The Softy Boys, yeah. <laughs> Hardly, boys. <laughs> They're men. <laughs> so, please read those. That's so creepy. <laughs> but I was trying to remember the names of these books. I was like, The Boxcar Children? I never read any of those. I never read those. They're like orphans that solve mysteries or some shit. And then know. they hop back on the trains and hang out with hobos. Like <laughs> a much sadder Scooby-Doo. <laughs> no talking dogs or stoners. Well... The, the stoner sniff glue out of a sock. <laughs> there people riding the rails. But I remember trying to remember these books, and I was like, oh, I remember reading this one book, and then I, as soon as I remembered like the book, all I could think was like, and it was in space, and it was a mystery, and it was an old book. Fuck. I have no idea what it was called. If you put that into Google, it will probably tell you. It Google's t- that good. It will tell me something, but think of it. How many books were I, written in the I 1960s like weird... that had space and mystery in them? 
I have like a weird memory of a book I read in elementary school, and I can remember like a very specific passage. It's stupid as shit. It was about like where they hid the money in the house. It was like, ah, they hid it in the the encyclopedia under E for extra money. <laughs> People would think if they're searching through the, the encyclopedias, where would they put it? They put it under M for money or H for house money, but no, they wouldn't find it there. Super It'd be under cash. E for extra money. And I was like, okay, that's dumb. But I don't know what the fuck this book was, but for some reason I remember that forever. That sounds dumb as hell. It was dumb as hell. Are you right. going to Google it, Nate? He's you're gonna you're gonna just fuck up my whole childhood right now. It's like that was uh, super chunk. <laughs> well, you know we should do uh, some some more Judy Bloom. <laughs> that was I don't know if I've ever laughed as much as I did <laughs> that fucking day we did that book. <laughs> that or was that the same day we did the Fifty Shades of Grey? It no, felt like like that. No, was, definitely not. Among the Hidden Shadow Children Number One by no. Margaret Peterson. Uh, that sounds way too creepy. This is like a shitty knockoff Judy Bloom level thing. I have to imagine. Wait, let me type that into Google. What? Judy knock. Rudy Bloom. Judy <laughs> Bloom. Oh, it's Are You There, Buddha? It's me, Nig Nog. <laughs> what kind of stupid version are you going to come up with? Full text of Fudge Amania. Oh, fuck. Is that it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be Fudge Amania. I remember like a picture of a fat kid on the front pouring fudge all over his chocolate, all over his ice cream. <laughs> I can't believe you got it by Googling shit. Fudge No, it's Fudge Mania by Judy Bloom. There's like a bunch of fudge books. So it's, like not, super fudge and so it's like not a knockoff Judy Bloom book. I mean, it, it was is a Judy I mean, Bloom book. Remember that cover? I don't know if it was the same book. I'll have to read it and see if it's the same one, though. <laughs> I probably could shit that out in 20 minutes. Yeah, shit. <laughs> you can find some chocolates, chocolate beers for that. <laughs> Do Fudge Mania. Super fudge? I think they're related, aren't they? I have to imagine. You can't have multiple non-related stories of plot lines with children. It's like she fudge. also has like another book with <laughs> Chunk in the title, doesn't she? Super Chunk. Super Chunk, and then the sequel is like uh, clinical obesity. <laughs> like there's a whole bunch of morbidly obese. No? Yeah. I like, are you there, Yahweh? It's me, Israel. You're still good with Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> are you there, Quetzalcoatl? It is me, animal headdress. <laughs> no? I'll think of other events. I don't remember that one. No. Are you there, Thor? It's me, Sven. <laughs> so we agree that that is the best cider. The book, we've read it as children. What it means, I don't know. Anyone want to? I think it's one of those things that could, you know, it means what you want it to mean. It's just vague enough. So then why is it so yeah. popular? Because, I mean, how many it, because this everyone can get something from it. It's also really short. It is also very so short. So to say you've read it means seven minutes. I don't know how many children's books you've looked at lately. They're all pretty goddamn short. Like there was a caterpillar. He ate one apple. Yeah, but those are, those are memorable, ate, too. He ate two bananas. Though <laughs> like, this is a little bit more advanced than that. It is. It's a little more advanced than Eric Carl. Though Eric Carl is fucking awesome. I fucking love his books to this day. Yeah. You ever see that one with the uh, green fox, green fox, or something like that? Red fox, red fox? I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. But like... One fox, two fox, red no, fox, blue fox? No, it's a, it's a thing where it's like based off of like the color wheel, how like if you stare... Like, on one side of the page is like a green fox for the... That's what I can remember. It might be red for all I can, I don't know. Let's say it's green. You stare at the green fox for a minute, and then the opposite page is blank, except it has one black dot in the middle. It's like a magic eye thing. Wow. And then you look at that black dot, you and like you're, see the you see, but you see the opposite side of the color wheel. You see like a red fox now. Oh, okay. And it's a like fucking trippy as shit when you're in kindergarten, when you figure out how to actually stare at one dot, because <laughs> it's, it's deceivingly difficult. <laughs> it is, especially when you're a child. I mean, then in those magic eye pictures... We had to like stare at the center and then slowly pull it away from your face and then you'd see a sailboat or whatever I the fuck it was. I still can't eyes. do those. They're hard I've to never do. Never done them. Oh really? 
It's like the Can't guy, do the it. guy in Mallrats who was staring at it the whole movie. You ever saw Mallrats? Yeah. No. Okay. There's the one guy. Uh, he's a the fat dude. The fat guy. Movie. Yeah. He's just staring at it. Kevin and Smith. The, no. Different fat guy. Different fat guy in the movie. Uh, and then the kids are like, "Oh, look! Oh, everyone sees it." And he's like, "I don't see it yet." And then like, you keep coming back to him, and he finds out it's a sailboat, but he still can't see it. And then one little kid comes like, "Oh, look! It's a schooner." He's like, "No, stupid! It's a sailboat." <laughs> and like, "Schooner is a sailboat." <laughs> he's like, "God damn it!" And by the end of the movie, he just like breaks the the panel. Like he gets pissed off. That's yeah. Nate. If Nate became morbidly obese, something to look forward to, Nate. Just doing, failing to do magic eyes in public places. Yeah, if like if this whole you know whatever and then losing my shit, whatever you got going on right now, if it falls to shit, you'll always have. Not you magic are eye. one step closer to that guy's life. That's living the dream. Uh, you can't Great. do him at all. You know, I haven't really tried that hard, but I remember giving up after 15 seconds. They're being like, I think no, it's just stupid. 30. They're definitely like 30 seconds. Well, that's probably my problem. Nate has no attention span. <laughs> Got a magic eye Because they're stupid. They are pretty stupid. Shel Silverstein, I love his stuff. This book, something about it is like very poetic and pretty to me. I, I guess I, I sense from the Drunk Guys Book Club's perspective, I'm the only one that feels that way. Well, I mean, I, I like it. It's fine, yeah. It didn't make me cry, but I, I, I did like it. definitely didn't cry. I don't cry every time, but it's like thinking about it. Like, man, that tree fucking gave everything to that boy. And she was happy to do it. Something about that message. And I'm not like an evangelical Christian where I'm like, that's the Lord. But I'm also, you know, not a mother. Or like, so I don't know, something about it, that maybe that selflessness, that generosity, I don't know, that whatever it is, uh, affects me somehow. I don't know. Yeah, perfectly reasonable. So we have the best cider. We made some sense of the book. Not much. Tell us what you thought of The Giving Tree. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc, as in book club. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. Now let's make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.